Hello and welcome to the 118th edition of Talion's Threat Intelligence podcast. My name is Natalie Page, a Threat Intelligence Analyst here at Talion, and this is our top InfoSec news for the week commencing the 17th of May 2021. First up this week, news that following the significant breach of Ireland's Department of Health last week, that there's been another major attack against the health sector, this time in New Zealand, which has led to major surgeries being cancelled as a result of the intrusion. In the last 12 months, the health sector has become one of the most targeted sectors across the threat landscape. And unfortunately, we only have to think back to last year and the chilling news that in Germany, one of these attacks actually led to the first death at the hands of an attack to understand just how catastrophic these attacks can be against this sector. This recent attack reduced the services at six hospitals and has been confirmed as ransomware, which was able to disable all IT services apart from email. While some malicious operators have pledged not to target hospitals, it seems a large number of operators are still continuing to target these vital services and are sadly having great success, as these events begin to now emerge in reporting on a weekly basis. In this case, the decision was made not to pay ransom, meaning restoring services and recovery may take longer and that more treatments will likely be cancelled, creating a backlog of patients awaiting operations. And this decision is something that the CEO of Colonial Pipeline will understand in our next topic after news emerged this week regarding his decision to pay the ransom in the interest of the nation. CEO Joseph Blunt of Colonial Pipeline confirmed his decision earlier this month to pay the $4.4 million ransomware payment in response to the dark side compromise. He stated that the decision wasn't taken lightly, but it was done with the consideration of the public and stated it was the right thing to do for the country. I think the actions of the CEO are rather notable for the community. We are used to seeing companies hiding away from the limelight after an attack and being very secretive about the details of the attack. But I think it's an extremely important thing to highlight here that being hit with a ransomware strain does not mean that a company has failed. We understand that these strains are now so sophisticated and widespread that unfortunately these attacks are almost to be expected now. And for a CEO to be so transparent with the facts of the situation is an extremely positive and refreshing thing to see. Taking the secretive approach after an attack unfortunately does not help the community to learn from the attack and how organisations can protect themselves in future. For organisations to be more transparent and collaborative post-attack, we have a much better chance of winning this tiresome ongoing battle. And with the news that CNA Financial has also now admitted this week to paying a $40 million ransom in March, it seems this action has potentially triggered other big organisations to stop hiding away post-attack. And finally this week... Just one month after QLocker ransomware shuts down its operations after successfully extorting $350,000 via an exploit in QNAP NAS devices, the hack saw thousands of devices encrypted worldwide and an estimated 893 victims who paid the ransom. Recently, QLocker operators 
upped the ransom Bitcoin demand for this campaign to 0.02 Bitcoins from 0.01 and displayed a this site will be closing soon banner on the payment website in a last push towards the end of the campaign, with the site eventually shut down by operators and victims no longer able to retrieve their files. Since the colonial pipeline attack and the increased pressure of law enforcement, Ransomware operators have mirrored this tactic and began to shut down their own operations, including Ramsey and Everest Malware. It's not yet confirmed that this is the reason behind QLocker's quick exit, but it is a possibility. What is clear from this campaign is that by lowering ransom payments, operators are able to make a nice return in quick succession. And with this campaign being so successful in such a short space of time, it's highly likely we shall see more campaigns of this nature emerge in the near future. For the unclaimed files in this campaign, it's also highly likely we shall see these emerge online soon for QLocker operators to make further financial returns for this campaign. It seems this week, as anticipated, the colonial pipeline attack has continued to shape the threat landscape. With threat groups recoiling in fear and CEOs publicly speaking about attacks, it will be interesting to see how this incident shall influence actions in future and the potential positive impact this attack could actually have on the way we think about ransomware attacks within the community. That is everything this week from Talion Threat Intelligence Team. If you have any questions on any of the topics that have been covered this week, we're always happy to help and can be reached via the Talion website at talion.net or via our LinkedIn and Twitter accounts. As always, keep safe everyone and thank you very much for listening.